which commandment is the greatest? And that is the question. You see, the Torah presented 613 laws to people. But this also presented some very unique issues for the observant Jew. The issues are, how could anyone keep track of these laws on a daily basis? Are some laws more important than others? So in my homily today, that's the question that I want to address, but especially the question that is asked of Jesus, which commandment is the greatest? His answer, and then some practical implications. So here's the first point that I want to make. The religious leaders of Jesus' time proposed a couple of answers to the questions about the law. Which commandment is the greatest? How can anyone keep track? Are some commandments more important than others? And one of the answers was to make a distinction between the most serious commandments and the less serious commandments. It might remind us of this Catholic distinction we make between venial sins and mortal sins. It was something like that. So, for example, you have the most serious commandments, the Ten Commandments. And then you have the less serious commandments. For example, the law of the bird's nest. I don't know if you've heard this commandment or not, but this is what Deuteronomy 22, 6 to 7 says. If while walking along, you come across a bird's nest with young birds or eggs in it, in any tree or on the ground, and the mother bird is sitting on them, you shall not take away the mother bird along with her brood. You must let the mother go, taking only her brood, in order that you shall prosper and have a long life. Now, this was one of the laws, one of the 613 laws. And then you have the Ten Commandments. And then there were other laws that were not part of the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments, yet were more serious than the law of the bird's nest. For example, in today's first reading, you hear laws that governed relationship with foreigners, with aliens, with migrants, with widows, with orphans, and the poor. The consequences for violating these laws, even though they were not part of the Ten Commandments, were serious. Now, the distinction between the more serious and the less serious laws, while it was helpful, did not resolve the problem fully. The issue still remained that the most serious commandments and the lighter ones were to be observed with the same seriousness. In other words, the Ten Commandments and the laws governing the poor and the laws governing the bird's nest, they were all to be observed with the same seriousness. Also, the reward 
for observing all these laws was the same. Here's my second point. In my second point, I want to talk about the second solution that the scholars of the law proposed to the question which commandment is the greatest. The second solution was summary statements that scholars of the law gave. We might call it jurisprudence kind of in our um, context, but this whole issue of summary statements. For example, Hillel, the renowned Jewish scholar and sage, gave this summary statement. He said, what is hateful to you, do not do to your neighbor. That is the whole Torah, while the rest is commentary on it. Go and learn. So he's giving a summary statement, and he says, the entire law depends on this. Go and learn. Perhaps now we better understand Jesus' answer to the question, which commandment is the greatest? Jesus, like the great Jewish scholars of the Jewish tradition, was providing a summary statement. Jesus' summary statement was, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it, and this is Jesus' unique contribution to the discussion of the law. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Now, Jesus' summary statement brought love of God and love of neighbor to the forefront of faith and religion. But Jesus was different from Hillel or the other greats of the tradition because Jesus did not merely give a summary statement. Jesus' life became the ultimate summary statement. Jesus laid down his life in love of God and love of neighbor. And so for us Christians, Jesus' life is our summary statement to the question, which commandment is the greatest? Or for example, what is religion about? What is faith about? The life of Jesus becomes our summary statement. So I want to draw just a few practical implications from, actually just one practical implication from today's readings, and this is my third point. I've called this point keeping it simple. And I want to begin with a little story. Just this past Thursday, there was a meeting of the deanery priests that was held at the basement of the church, and I was about noon helping our staff to set up this lunch for the priests. The lunch was to be delivered, and um, our campus is rather huge, so delivery people often find it difficult to find the right entrance for uh, their delivery. So I was helping the staff set up, but I had one eye on the entrance to which we had directed uh, the delivery people. And right on time, a car pulled up for delivery, 
When he came out of the car, I said, do you need any help? He said, no, I'm good, I got it. He picked up his three or four boxes, walked into the hall, set the food on the table, explained everything to us, and he seemed to be in a hurry. So he said, okay, have a good day, enjoy your lunch, and walked away. Now, I knew that most probably a decent tip was included for the delivery person in the order. Generally, we uh, tip people very generously. But something told me he was really nice, he was really good, I think you should tip him. So I, he was getting into his car, about to walk away, so I ran after him and I said, you know what, you've been great, here's another little tip. He said, thank you, and then he said, you know, I've been thinking about this for some time, but I want to be baptized. I said, really? Like, that's what this conversation is supposed to be about? <laughs> I said, okay, well, I can help you with that. And I cautioned him, now, you know that this is a Catholic church, right? You're talking about Catholic? And he said, yeah, but it's Jesus Christ, right? You, yeah. <laughs> so I took his number, and the next day I called him and invited him to be part of the RCIA program. Now, I know Nicholas came to the program this morning. I don't know if he's in church or not right now, but he came this morning uh, for the program. But as he drove away that day, I wondered about that opportunity and moment I could have lost if I didn't show him that I care. Had I not given him that tip, this conversation wouldn't have happened. And the lesson that I learn is Small acts of kindness go a long way. Folks, faith and religion are complex realities. The Judaism of, of Jesus' time presented its own issues, and the Catholicism of today presents its own issues. However, I'm saying, let the complexities not bog us down. Jesus kept it very simple. Which is the greatest commandment? And Jesus merely said, love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I'm saying, Jesus kept it simple. Please, let us keep it simple. The Eucharist is a celebration of love of God and love of neighbor. It truly is. That's the essence of the Eucharist. It's love of God and love of neighbor. Please, what we celebrate May we live it as we go back into the world. People of God said. Amen.